I have no arguments. That's I'm just trying to take it in. I don't have a like extra rant. I'm just on board with that. Yes. How about you be on board with these? Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, a space where the thoughts are just as for. Anything. <laughs> Welcome to Same Is Different Day, a space where everything is on the table and the thoughts are just as frenetic as your Twitter feed. And just like your feed, we kick it off with some talks on some bullshit hey, of the day and eventually bring you some value with well-cited research on stories you may have missed. Yeah, the, this show is the long-term format of marching in, into madness. A duo of journalists of, that are developing a content project about their passions. So, get ready for that. <laughs> some weeks, our estranged strange wine mom drops by to keep us in line but she's been missing for a little bit so we don't know what's going on with that but but the line please <laughs> but she recently went out for milk and a pack of bogies but at least that's what she she, she told us so we assume she's going to be back anytime now oh and and socials socials were on all of them tiktok ig youtube and twitch where we live stream these podcasts on a weekly basis. If you tune in, you can ride out with us afterwards. Speaking of of which, the future variant of this idiot will, will introduce, introduce us in three, two, one. And then you just bring up the... Hey, internets. Thanks for sticking around. Bailey here. My apologies on the late edits. We're going to get right to the show. But no, we intend on these to still come out every Friday. So if you've been sticking around, we appreciate it. This is just going to get more dope. Back to the show. What's up, internets? Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast with a name that Raza doesn't want to participate in anymore. This week, different day. we're still on our new format tips. We're still on the same old thing. So what we're doing first, we're doing our traditional podcast talking. Then we're going to deliver you some news. You may see these clips on our TikTok as well as our Instagram, which you should you should pop by. You should pop by. It's it's Raza's putting in the work. You should all bow down to him. Give him praise. Let him know how great he is. We also live stream these recordings. So if you want to tune in, not only can you hear this stuff early, you get to participate afterwards and pick our noggins about what we talked about. So this week... Raza had a more lighthearted topic because the news in the world is very frustrating and disappointing. Well, also, there wasn't really anything interesting. <laughs> Nothing interesting. <laughs> Nothing interesting. I'm over, I'm over half of the, the, the current events. This man's that. just whining to me. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I think he lives on Twitter too much, but it is fun. Yeah, it is yeah. fun. We're you switching it up. Them? We want to talk about cringe music, cringe music this week. So we have many different perspectives on our musical tastes. Raza likes to tease me that I don't have an open mind when in fact I have spent mucho time exploring music because I was not introduced to it at a young age. The but, fact that he brings this up as a first point. <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm curbing this shit, bro. I know it's coming. I know it's coming, so I'm st stomping on it, dog. I can see into the future. I'm back to ravening it right now. As we grow up, things change and our 
preferences change, right? So there are many things that stay constant in our lives, and one of those many things is music. Growing up, we used to listen to artists who we thought were great and amazing. But as we listen to them in an older light, many times those same artists will sound cringe, making us reflect on what our music taste was or may have been. So what are some artists that have aged like milk to you and why? So to give some preface, uh, I listen to weirdo hip hop as well as very cringy pop punk and punk rock. And Raza was an alt rock and like heavy metal boy. So we will both have some band names and wacky references <laughs> to apply here. I will try my hardest not to mix up a lot of them. Um, so I'll go first. Or I'll go first. So a lot of, uh, it's just like, I was even, even thinking about the bands I used to listen to and none of them come up because they're still around these days. They're still making kind of okay music. Um, but the biggest one that came to mind and I went back and listened to it as I was writing it was all time low. Um, mm, that's I was like, I was like, the fuck, how come nobody made, f- people did chirp me, but not hard enough where <laughs> I, I had to stop listening to, 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 to them. Cause it's that like time period of like, oh, when I was getting edgy when they were swearing in songs, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is cool, but then years later, it was like, oh, all right, this is a, this is that factory at that time when all the girls were into like pop punk bands, like All Time Low, Boys, Boys Meets Girls, or something like that. No, boy, boy to girl, boys will be boys or some shit. Love like okay, good Charlotte. Good show. No, it good show was one of them, but there was another one that was like hot. And there were, for people who don't know, when we were young, festival just happened, and they were there. So, I forget the band. I everybody in that band has aged like fucking milk, by the way. And they had the main and stuff like that. I'm sure you know about them. They were in a bunch of movie soundtracks okay 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 so slow down slow down slow down what what are we so what are the bands and what what is the list you're giving me here i'm just giving you two bands fucking that i i could the main and all-time low all-time low were like all the girl heartthrob bands back then twilight bullshit um uh and that was like what silverstein shipping silverstein was kind of i never really got into them but but where are they now? Um, they're still making music. I think they're. I I follow the record the label on Instagram, so they put out a. They still make <clears throat> shit. But yeah, so I just. It, it's weird because there, there's not many bands that I thought were cringe growing up, but then the bands that I thought were cringe now are really cringe. And I'll get more into that later on. But yeah, just a lot of the musicians, musicians I was into now still make music. And like Jimmy Eat World, fucking. Uh, uh, they were consistent. They're consistent. They always had the same sound and stuck to it. They're good. I, I approve of that. They're good. Yeah. Bleed America. Great song. Or no, uh, the middle. I mean, but yeah, that was. Uh, I'm sure I can come up with more as this episode. Well, that's what we do have an end segment if you stick around where we get back to useless extra ideas that pop up as me and Raza don't pay attention to each other talk. But 
my cringe one mm-hmm. is very much reflective of your statement. I have a similar of like I listened back. It's like, uh, and that was like old Tyler the Creator. That's like, oh god, this yeah. like it's extra because it was just so over the top edgy of like I'm gonna kill you and th- throw you in the trunk and do this yeah. and do bad things and like. It just over the top. I don't mind the like horrorcore aspect, but it was like extra cringy for content. When you go back, it's it's hard to mm. listen to. I think if I did that with someone, like I know this is a hot take, but if I I listened to Childish Gambino the other day, I was like, oh my god, this is oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's. It's it's aged. Uh, it just I feel like I was. What was I doing listening to that? Because I was like, oh, I wanted to tell people. It's like low key. I think Childish Gambino is one of the hip hop artists you tell people to think you are like, like, like you know music. Mm-hmm. Childish, Childish Gambino is like he like for, he's for the pretentious man. That's what I'm fucking point, pointing out there. So when oh, I you got you can, because of what you're saying, if you go on Spotify and you accident, you're not going to find You have to be pretentious enough to know, oh, you have to go to this LP or this album that he put out. You have to be that type of music guy. Yeah, it, it's it's really like, oh, I remember like this name, like, yeah, man, I, I listen to rap. I don't just listen to Screamo, Childish Gambino. And that was the only one, right? Because you, 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 you just listen to him. He's like, oh. Fucking! I know music now. I listen to a different genre. When it's just like, it's I don't know. It's just like it's a hit. Like it's 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 that type of music that you listen to if you just wanna have. It's like a a uh what's the term? A water cooler conversation artist. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, have you seen? Have you, did you go to Childish Gambino show last night? It was fucking off the chain chain meanwhile the three white guys talking about it <laughs> touche touche yeah. that was so i have I'll, i have a hipster one that i got duped by because i was like into music in the blog era when like it was internet was transferring just before streaming when you used to go to blogs to see what people had to say about music and mm-hmm. i I used to go to Potholes in My Blog was the one I used to go to. And it became like an affiliate of Pigeons and Planes, which then got bought by Complex. But Oh, great. I rambled. Now we know. Now we know, guys, what happened. Um, I got duped. I got duped because I got tricked into liking Macklemore right before he released the heist. <laughs> I just saw so it. I had to go through like a, an emotional heartbreak because I had to be hipster. It's like, oh no, you gotta, but he had all this good music and you gotta, ba, ba, ba. and I was like, oh my god, I just, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't defend this music anymore. It's 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 weird because like when I first heard about Michael Moore, that thrift store song was popping. So are you telling me that was your jam? No, no. So I knew him for about a year before that, for about a year before that. And I was like digging into his music and I liked everything. And then he came out with that song and his album. And I just (laughs) regretted the year I spent enjoying his music. And it was really really hard to defend. Yeah. Because it was all. He was very rippity rappity. I was very much into like the lyricism and that shit. And he was and like very, he was cool and honest about it. His shit wasn't like, 
oh, I'm white, so it's harder to be in hip hop. And then he came out with that album, which contra- contradicted the entire thing. It was like, oh, it's hard for me to be in hip hop because ba ba ba. So here's my thrift shop. I was like, what? Why did I just invest so much time in this? And I got so, duped by hipster blogs into Macklemore. So for, so for our younger audience out there, Macklemore was the machine gun Kelly of our time. And then he just shifted careers. I like how we're talking about how, how a decade has, well, it actually has passed. Love it, has. Wow. it has. <laughs> it has. It has. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, he, he didn't get like, like thrown out of the genre by another a rapper. He just fucking pivoted towards something else. And he, he 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 got big whereas machine gun kelly got like cannonballed out of eminem and now is making songs with blink 182 but yeah it just yeah it just it is kind of jokes i was like when that ha- happens early on because it, ha- it ha- happened for me me too i forget i think it was no it was it, i forget which artist it was but like mm-hmm. i remember the hair on the radio i was like oh this ain't it. I don't know. For, this, for this rock and not... roll, the rock and roll one for me is like an Avenged Sevenfold. That's like that type of. I was like, Look, yeah, this is cool. And then I was like, oh, this isn't cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- I think when I heard a uh, Under Oath in a in a rock band song, and I was like, oh, or a, a rock band game. And I was like, oh no, they're big now. Everybody knows them. Fuck, they're not. Uh, they're not that uh, musically uh, uh, like advanced anymore. Everybody knows yeah. who, who they are. It was just yeah, it was just well, it was super weird because then everybody becomes like, "Yo, bro, do you know about Slipknot?" Like I've been now, and then you, I wouldn't want to be a hipster, but then I would have to play that card sometimes. Like yeah, I knew about them before they were, were big. I was like, "Fuck, I'm the meme now. Everybody's gonna make fun of me." Yeah, I had a. Uh... The last one I have on the list is like when I was a punk rock kid before I like researched or thought deeper at first. It was just yeah. like super angst. Yeah. Right. You remember those yeah. days? It's like anti-government. So anti-flag. If you go back and listen to like anti-flag. Rob or something. Yeah. That style of like, like turn counter. Like it's not my government. It's like, oh, oh I uh, needed to do some reading. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's definitely <laughs> weird. Uh, the thing you just uh, reminded me me of. There's this band I really really like. Three bands are I really 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 like, and they have all made songs for League of Legends. Uh, and it's hard to just <laughs> sorry five bands now that I'm up. It's the fall and the word alive. Those are the other 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 two. But it's hard to. I I don't even listen to those songs because I can't. I can't. It's it's it. It would mean I like the IP, which I don't. So those songs don't exist to me at all. It's just their normal stuff, and like their singles and EP. It's bullshit. It's actually Super Bowl. Bruh, imagine if you flip that concept to 2K and what would happen to society. You know, it's like oh, any artist that worked with 2K, it's like oh, that's not good because they promote gambling with youth. Whoo. It's a lot of artists you can't listen to. (laughs) I even thought about that too. Yeah, you're like, oh, because, well, yeah. They're also complicit to it because it it doesn't 
they can say yes or no so it's kind of funny i didn't even think about that yeah so like like literally guys on the 2k 2023 i want to i want to make this joke t- timely 2k 2023 soundtrack because i don't know who who, who i don't know oh. 80 bucks every year yes oh 80 bucks <laughs> plus an extra fee to start your own like my career Plus, you gotta pay to buy the clothes and uh, cosmetics, oh. Oh. and to like I, skip timing sessions. Oh, it's a microtransaction fest. But Doja Cat, there you go. Doja Cat. <laughs> Doja Cat is a good timely reference. Doja Cat is a good timely reference. But Doja Cat would also just tell you, "Fuck you, I'm getting money." So whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the little Kekka, Jack Harlow, Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah, these are all corporate. This all makes sense. But Raza, 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 Raza. Really? To contrast this, well, you have a lot of opinions about what's shit, as always. What do you think has aged well? What do you have that has aged well over time that you used to listen to back in the day? The summer of 1969, yeah. Brian Adams has aged like fine wine. Brian Adams? Bruce Springsteen, you don't fuck with Brian Adams. He's googling it right now. It's B R Y N. I knew I could tell. I, if you're saying he's Canadian, I assumed, my friend. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Hey, bro, uh, there's probably a lot of listeners that would agree with you, so I won't talk shit. I know no, he's I mean, well as my grandma likes this type of shit. I know that my grandma has mentioned this name before. This is why it's familiar to me. My dad loves Brian Adams, and he's brown. So go to show how fucking uh, culturally, how 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 much he punctured the different cultures in Canada. That's such a he, he's brought together. He's the Canadian spirit, by, by the way. Brian Adams, <laughs> he's like when he dies. He's Canada. on some uh, Gordon Lightfoot <laughs> shit. He's on some uh, uh, tragically hip shit. Yeah, he's he's like. Uh, our lady, our lady peace has 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 aged well. That's another one. I like them. Maybe aged well. Touche, touche. Yeah. I don't. I do not agree. But I, according to popular taste, you are correct. Yeah. You're wrong. Um. <laughs> one last. As I said initially, a lot of the bands I listen to now still make music, and they have all thankfully adapted to the times where they're 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 better. Uh, like fucking Under Oath sounds a lot like Deftones now. I, I like them, I like both that that shit. So it's like it's cool when bands you listen to or artists you listen to sort of change and they change for the better, and they don't mm-hmm. stay like. And they're able to grow. That generic as that sounds, but that's <laughs> no. I agree that the the one from your world that I. Liked back in the day that I was surprised isn't cringe still is I, I went back and listened to Every Time I Die recently. I was like, oh, yeah, I like that wow, still. And yeah. and then I'm, I I pulled the friends and I was like, oh, it's still relevant. No, uh, yeah, Every Time I Die is a deep cut. Like, yeah, I guess I, if I would, like, I remember, I don't know, I don't know, the used have aged like fucking milk. So I don't know, not, no, no, I'm not put it like my chemical romance they're not so i've got my ultimate hippity hoppity one that i stand by 
is is uh the Danny Brown. Danny Brown. I really like Danny Brown. I think it stood as something that like influenced a lot of people to be able to do what they do now. Right? He got made fun of for how he dressed, for having dyed hair, for fucking wearing skinny jeans, wearing all this weird high fashion shit, and now look at where hip hop is gone. And they kind of his son, his child. Yeah, <laughs> like the squeaky voice that was unacceptable at the era and barely made it through. And then now listen to Cardi. You know what I mean? Listen up. Yeah. It it makes no sense. Like at yeah, least his music had lyrical value when you go back, and it still it opened the floodgates for all these people. We were here. Was me here? Look, look at him. Fucking sipping his hater right. Okay. A little bit, a little bit, you a little bit. Lemonade and fucking hate. And then when you mentioned that was a sellout for 2K is the other one that's like evidently on billboards and shit is Denzel Curry. I used to listen to him a lot as a kid and I was like, oh, it's right about a person. <laughs> I can see the bullshit. When you're like, Rosa, listen to him. I was like, no, he's okay in Mr. Robot. Fuck off. He's not in Mr. Robot. Yeah, he is. Denzel. That's Joey Badass. You you biased human, that are you mixing up a certain uh, the demographic of people, Raza? Is this what you're doing right now? Just because they make a similar form of art? Are you pushing me into a certain corner that I? I I'm just trying to figure out, Raza. Can you tell me? That's not cool. Uh, is it uh, uh, Jared Leto who wrote the Umbrella Academy? Oh, you're all just drawn away. Yeah, because I'm. The, come on, I'm trying to save you with a good joke, and you missed it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a like, hey, you're the one who would get in more and more tr- trouble. Than, 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 than That's okay. You're owning up to it. It's about being an honest human. You made a mistake. Yeah. You're good to go. Like fucking doing this podcast is a fucking mistake that I fucking regret every day of my life. It's like uh, it's like me saying, guys, you you should listen to Jaron Benton or the Hobson. That is or- not relevant. No, I refuse to accept that comparison. That's a so good. You it. can put that one on the milk list. I'll give you that on the milk list. Hobson, you can put Hobson on the milk list. Like all age, like fucking trash. Yeah, bro, you can put that on the milk list. He had like Jared Benton was fine, and then after after you graduate college or like you get to like third year, you're like I need better music and I need new friends. Not not to give me sh- shit music taste. That's why a lot, a lot of Bailey stuff when he introduced me to a lot of Bailey his stuff when we first met. Going back to it now, uh, I don't know. I he can't. still <laughs> judges based on that though. He has no further concept. He's like, oh Bailey, this is what you listen to. You want to listen to raps about how fast you can rap and how many people you have potentially you committed crimes me? against. Blind mom did. What are you coming at me for with that one? <laughs> I'm Because you're always on it. I, I see you. I yeah. see you with your hoodie on. Acting all tough, kid. Acting all then... tough. <laughs> all right. All right, kids. So that's our debate for the day. You'll, you'll see how much rush arguing we have or not. Either yeah. way, we're moving on to our next segment. All right, commercial break. Oh, tricked you, me again. I forgot to make an ad, so now here's my impromptu one. We need more followers on the TikTok. 
We're starting to break up our content in a fun way. We're looking to get it out there. But if you want to help us out, help us get in with the kids. <laughs> so same thing as everything else, Marching Into Madness. You'll find it there. You'll see clips from the pod, gaming clips, some creative stuff from me, as well as we're going to try to inject a bit more of our personality. So come through, come through, say hi, drop a comment, be hip, join the youth. Anyways, appreciate you guys. See you soon. Add over. I wanted to branch off of last week's. If you tune on to last week's podcast, I was talking about Jack Dorsey, the ex-CEO of Twitter, blah, blah, blah. I was also focusing on how he wanted to build a decentralized social media platform. Turns out, it already exists. It's called Mastodon. So Jack Dorsey was trying to promote this Blue Sky Protocol. Raza conveniently pointed out that like he may have already been in bed with Elon. And I did some digging. I've been keeping tabs on the story because of this. And it's funny that these Twitter-centric articles didn't mention that something similar to this concept already exists. And it turns out that Mastodon started back in 2017. And what a lot of people may not realize is that this is actually the first route that Elon took to buying Twitter before he wanted to do it with one of his partners who he created PayPal with, actually. And I... The fuck up? We didn't create PayPal. We didn't create it. <laughs> Many people say that shit. You didn't create it. Touche. Touche. No matter your political leanings, I think something everyone can agree on is that it's uncomfortable to have billionaires on these executive boards running what we see and what we don't see. Because obviously they're not going to have as good a job and opinion on filtering our, our, our feeds. It's literally the <laughs> same. Like when you're talking about Mastodon, Jack Dorsey and Elon are getting all of this PR about creating a revolutionary concept. But when I looked into Mastodon, it's literally the same concept as when I was describing Blue, Blue Sky Protocol. It's a decentralized system that merges both like Discord and Twitter into one. So they exist on separate servers moderated by those independent servers. Eugene Rocco, the creator, created the platform to reinforce the values that like a lot of people stand by Twitter saying that it should be a utility so that it's a platform for free speech and people to say what they want. Now, this is a, a big point that Elon supporters also use. And they're saying like, that's why he should be profiteering off of it. But the ultimate question that everyone brings and that I found through seeing that this social media already exists is like, bro, Elon, if you're really about it, why aren't you putting the money down? Okay, and we'll move right into the talking segment. But so if well, Mastodon is showing that it's a decentralized cooperative format, right, that it can function without having this subscription-based model or an advertiser-based model, then yeah. it's like, oh, so all you need to do is fund the server space and choose to make the change, technically. So it's up to the server's owners. Mm-hmm. Because this one's supposed to be, that's why Raza, I mentioned Mastodon before the podcast, and Raza said he's seen it on leftist Twitter quite a bit. And that is yeah. supposed to be, it's the decentralized, so the thing is it kind of crosses over with the crypto bros, but it's supposed to be that no one has any central control and it's everyone contributing to moderate your independent Long spaces. Purpose. Yeah, that's kind of like, do, do you see a problem with that though? 
Yes, especially that's I might want to I'm going to look at it to see what type of niches and communities have arrived. But overall, what I wanted to say is it's like I find it very uncanny that something like this already exists, but a bunch of press releases were coming out presenting the idea as if it was a new concept. So, like, I do think it kind of shows the intention of Twitter to move in that direction. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, Well, I was just going to say, I feel like Macedon, the CEO, Eugene or whatever his name is, is is seeing this as like, oh, people are saying they're going to leave Twitter. Maybe we can, nobody, very few people, even I did not know what Macedon existed till like last week. Um, and so not very many people know about this. So like, if you do it as a fresh thing, make it seem like it's new and then people join in and they see that there's like a small base there, then they may, uh, adapt to, to, to that system. And from my PR perspective, I did my research and I think they are doing that. Like you mentioned, because it's like, there's a tech crunch articles, there's about five to six articles that were published like just this week and last week as this Elon Mm -hmm. news was coming out, framing Mm -hmm. it exactly with the information I just delivered that, Oh look, this already existed and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Mm -hmm. they're honest about numbers. It's interesting. It's saying that there's a lot of people, but it's about like 50 to a hundred people joining each day not like something's crazy. Yeah, and it, it's 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 like I think they're, I, th- I think Mass John isn't gonna eat. It isn't gonna be the next whale. Uh, Twitter is, Twitter is gonna be there still. Uh, I feel like this is just a small little little, little hiccup in Twitter's life, and, and Twitter isn't the the best thing out there. But it's gonna it it'll survive. So, on that note how I bring up like the blue sky protocol and the PR that was delivered on both these cases. Right. My final point of like why I thought it was interesting is that it's yet another case of these celebrity tech geniuses using PR to appear like they have a unique idea when they're just rehashing an existing one. Yeah. If you look at the UI of fucking Mazadon, it's Twitter. It's just, it's exactly what I read last week with the Blue yeah, Sky Protocol yeah. and what they want to make, and then it delivers to independent servers, and there's no central. It's the same thing. And it was mm-hmm. like, I was reading about it. I was like, what? So then I thought it was revolution. I fell victim to the propaganda that I read last there's week. There's no with social media. How 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 can you revolutionize that nowadays? There's literally there's there's no there's nothing you you can do to change this. So it's like. Macedon is just in a, another one of those like uh, uh, social media sites that's like it, it just exists as a, like a um, as what? you could say as as an extension to Twitter because all of these things are for, from Twitter. Arguably, a Tumblr, a blog concept existed many years before someone went. I'm going to make Instagram and put it on a phone. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it's just it's just fucking making it more accessible. <laughs> that's a that's a thing, right? Um, ironically, but you bring Tumblr up because that's popping. Apparently, they're 
their site had I almost got shut down today because of the in, influx of new new and older users signing up all all at once. So it's good that like places like that exist now because proper shit can happen there. Yeah, Tumblr has been kind of like as much as I chirp it, it's been kind of a little bit better than tw- Twitter, at least with its base. It's it's more like. Uh, it's, it's more friendlier towards a lot of people. It's just moder- be- I would I would argue, and the only reason I'm going to cut you off is there is like because I would say the moderation is more uniform. I would say the moderation is more uniform on Tumblr, and I think that's why people would I can better deal with these guidelines if they're applied, whether I'm a racist or whether I'm being too hippity dippity. So fucking Yahoo somehow found the the magic and they're like let's fucking apply that bitch bruh I mean cause even look at Instagram right (laughs) you posted a wild clip on our Instagram today and the filters are fine with it meanwhile uh, some girl posts a little like too seductively and they'll get their photo reported a bajillion times Yeah, and I'm not hating I'm just saying even on our TikTok I just posted a story and it had the word comment and I'm pretty sure that's why it it, it got taken off while I'm scrolling and I see half-naked people and gang violence. People's I've seen motherfuckers' heads being shot off on, on yeah. Twitter. Or on TikTok, I should say. And yeah. It's getting like 1.1 million, million views, 1.2 million views. Here we are posting a story. It's like, please abide by our guidelines. But like, How do you think it feels to be an SW, bro? Imagine if you're trying to sell that, sell sell your assets. Yeah, imagine if you're trying to sell your assets. And you're like, bro, I'm just trying to do an honest business out in these streets. And I'm watching people get unalived, unalived. It's almost like they're like not, well, duh, they're not consistent with what they do. And Elon Musk is trying to fix that, even though he's not being inconsistent with his TOSs. He's just blocking it everybody or spending everybody who has his post and has a, a check mark and is saying parody. And it's the same issue all the apps have. They were already short staffed. He fired so many people. You can't, you literally do not have physically enough people to moderate. And that's why he keeps asking everybody to, to come back. Yeah. Smartest man in the world, though, right, Bailey? Bruh, especially genius. anyone listening to this, if you're like an old head or not tech savvy, if you're running a stream or a YouTube, people go off in that chat that you see blowing up. What a lot of people neglect is it's really, really, really important that when you get big, the people who filter that shit, you can trust them because that's like you need to make sure that community stays at a tone that you're cozy with or that you want to foster. If you're just all of a sudden letting people come in and talk like Kanye and you let that fester for too long, then it's going to become a safe space for those people, which they deserve to have their corner or not or whatever your opinion is. But if you don't want that in your circle, you have to make sure you have people that you trust watching that on your corner of the Internet. And if you miss that, if you fire all the people doing that on Twitter... You're you're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like social media has become so big where it's become like literally the housing market where it's too big to fail, and when it does, it fucking crumbles. 
So mm-hmm. like, we're seeing Twitter just fucking carpet bomb it, it itself over the fact that a man wants to not be bullied anymore, and he still is. Um, but we have his fans defending him, Darren Lynn. It was never profitable. So it's like when you're taking yeah. the capitalist perspective, you're saying like, oh, Elon's just trying to make this work. But then Elon <laughs> has also been on that platform saying, if you give me a pla- if you give me a plan, I'll pay to feed world hunger. Right. So now <laughs> if you think free speech is a utility, why are you not paying for this? Like. It's kind of like antithetical to the values you're trying to say you hold, and that's what's like infinitely frustrating to me. About I think it. he doesn't. That's a yeah. It's super weird because he doesn't know. I don't know if he knows what like, he's doing. That's he. He's just making all these like he basically forty four billion dollars of money he had to fucking buy or to use, right? And then he's gonna back out, and then. So when he was hired, he fired the people like who were making him pay for it. Otherwise, he was, he was gonna or they were gonna sue, sue him. So it's just like he's stuck with this now. This was supposed to be a bit, a bit that now it's taking a seat. I do think he was doing it for his unfunny meme, but uh, I think he was like, I'm gonna get an LOL out of this. But then he it costs so much money. I think the two stories connect that I mentioned earlier in this one, that 2017 he was thinking of buying it, and that's when he was taking business a bit more seriously. But he's got brain worms now. He's been hanging out with Kanye. He's got a child named XCV22. He's the alien bad guy. So in his brain that is arguably smart in one department, he's referring back to that memory of like, oh, this was a good business idea. Now that his ego is all burning manned out, it's like, all right, let's let's finish that idea. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so how much you tell him Twitter's a different beast than Mastodon. Um, well, because it's one of those done. you got to take a side. He doesn't understand the political spectrum, the communications of it all. It's like oh, he understands the political spectrum a little, but he he's 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 literally. We, he says, "Oh, he's he, he's a conservative. He's a he's a he's a he's a red uh, he's a, a red a red pill bleeding Republican dude. He's he's never really had any sort of liberal progressive views. Oh, he wants to go to the moon, uh, Mars." the fuck does that even mean you want to go to mars what i know for a fact that red pillars will argue against you there i don't have the sources there but what would they argue but the main thing is like because he's got rich guy he's got the rich guy syndrome right you don't understand you understand the political spectrum you understand that you can be red pilled you understand that like oh here's jordan peterson saying this and that you get the differences but you don't understand. You're like Kanye. You don't understand what it means when you wear a White Lives Matter shirt. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, because being rich, money is that social blockade for you to understand. Your, your, your censors get uh, blocked by the dollar dollar bills. That's It's not a right perspective. That's, also, mm-hmm. that's black and white. It's not a correct perspective money yeah obviously i don't know what, what the fuck it is to have billions of dollars um and i would probably act the same but that doesn't make it right it just makes it fucking 
you you would make yourself a uh, a symptom to the problem uh, rather than uh, acting like it's just like even on the other side you have all all these celebrities who are doing all these woke causes but then you know oh such and such owns a, a mine in Africa and I'm not going to say which uh, commissioner does but it's not it's a new one um, but like we hear all of these things about celebrities how they're good but like money gets everybody at a certain level and you're going to act out and they're going to be like like yeah it's just oh fucking I don't have to deal with the real problem anymore yeah I think that's it. I have no arguments. That's I'm just trying to take it in. I don't have a like extra rant. I'm just on board with that. Yes. How about you be on board with these? Aha! Your news? Your news? How about I be on board with your news? On my news. Um okay, anyways. <laughs> so, a little bit of a 180 from from Bailey's story. His is social media fucking end of free speech times come in take over your your right gotta censor that one out mine is a little bit on the fucking state side a little bit lighthearted, so i'm gonna go now but a philadelphia man promised he'd eat 40 chicken rotisserie chickens in 40 days uh, and this past weekend alexander Tomiski had completed that challenge on the last day he put out um, red carpets out on an abandoned walmart parking lot, a parking lot to keep to, to to keep the uh audience like in line and bailey will edit that in, and you will see it in real in real time okay uh when asked why he did it he, he just said he felt like doing it he felt like putting a smile on people's faces i thought all right you could done it in a healthier way but you know to to each their own he uh however when asked the 31 year old said he, he would not do it again for obvious reasons eating fucking what has chicken for 40 days uh straight is is something um uh he initially wanted to 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 do 30 days he surpassed that he did 30 days and he went 10 10 more where he started eating at noon and then uh he had posters all around philadelphia when, when i first heard about it i thought it was a meme it turns out it's actually real uh the poster said watch me eat work his free chicken just hang out let me and then on the last days, the city was involved. They set up stuff and they just did some cool shit. It was very American. Very American. So my question, talking four points. Uh, would you do this? So this is the first, this is a two-parter question. Would, mm-hmm. you, would you, you, you do this? Not, uh, maybe, maybe. There needs to be a reason, bro. There needs to be a reason. He clearly didn't need. He didn't need one. He just said he. Good for Alexander. I don't judge him. I'm not mad at Alexander. I just don't know if I want to do what Alexander did. This man goes to show that he will just do things for the sake of doing things. Bailey needs to be etched on to do things. Pause. Um, and the second part of that: what if you chose to do it? Reason or no reason aside, what food would you? Taco Bell. Low key, when I was writing that, I was like thinking I could talk about too. Low key, low key. <laughs> Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell's 
is fucking I'll pay for it later on, but give me that good bell now. I mean, bruh, I imagine the medical I guess we're a Canadian, so there ain't we're no Canadian, medical yeah. bills, but what yeah. would happen to your tummy after forty days of talk? I mean, again, you just go to hospital, they're like, fix this shit for for, for me. No, Thank you, no Canada. But yeah, I, I'm just thinking the rotisserie chicken. Imagine doing that for 40 days straight and not getting sick of chicken. Oh, he's going to the gym. He's going to the gym. There's no way he's Is not he... going to the gym. He's got to be going to the gym. Easy. Uh, you could crush it. No problem. Light workouts even. Just go on for a 20-minute jog, bro. You could crush that chicken every day. Easy. 20-minute jog. This guy kind of does look like he goes to the gym. Yeah, Actually, no problem. In the, in the I could gear so, up to eat a chicken a day if you gave me a reason. I could eat a chicken a day. I could do more than forty <laughs> days. I like how he pauses there. But like, oh, by the way, if you give me a reason, I need a reason. Fuck. <laughs> the only thing that separates this man, uh, Bailey, from this man, uh, is a reason to do it. Honor. Honor, Honor and valor and good looks <laughs> and a well-trimmed beard. Exactly. That's it's surprisingly how he has good skin after. I mean, he looks like shit in this next picture, but other, other than that. <laughs> but, oh, the end of the forty um, days, you're sweating a lot of chicken grease, bro. Oh, I can't even taste it. Uh, um. So yeah, Bailey and I, Taco Bell, great. Now on top of that, so Bailey just a answered the second question. He wouldn't. He needs a reason to do it. He wouldn't do it just for, for fun. Yeah, but. If you did it, how long would you do it for? Would you do it for 40 days, 30 days, 20 days? I could do it longer if you're like, Bailey, we're going to make a Mr. Beast video. We're going to make a YouTube video. We're going to get mad hits. We're going to eat Taco Bell for 50 days. We're going to make the next Super Size Me. I would do it. I would do 60 it. 60 days. Do it for three months. Yeah. Three months of Taco uh, Bell? Easy. We'll be Nikocado Avocado. But oh. you want to be like... Alex here, Bailey, make a one-minute TikTok about I ate Taco Bell all week long. I'm going to be like, you can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just have to what the fuck. Is. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not doing this. Fuck you. I don't want this shit. No. Suck my dick. <laughs> okay, so I just f found out a tidbit that I missed why he did it there is a reason here it says it was a tough bet saturday in philadelphia with the phillies and and the union both losing the shot at the championship so he had to eat chicken because he thought but then the bet was apparently for 30 days and he took it upon himself to do it for the 10 extra so that was some 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 some, some like what's the word uh 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 it's like when you like pain um uh, uh, say, say, sadist, sadist, sadist stuff, sadist stuff. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, but Bailey is a champion. He would do Taco Bell for sixty days in that. Yeah, I could. I could do a chicken if I needed. I needed. I would need a few bucks in my hand to pay rent because I could do a chicken a day, but I would have to be working out enough that I'm losing out on money. <laughs> <laughs> Here's answering the next question. Oh, Since Bailey's a downer on these, these things, what would it take for him to do something like this so he doesn't get all judgmental about it? Not much. <laughs> Not much. 
Um, if we, if it was for our videos and shit, you help me pay my rent. And yeah, I'll eat a chicken a day because if you pay my rent, then I can afford to do the yeah. Fuck it, I'll go to the gym for four hours, no problem. I'll, I'll eat a whole chicken. You're like on a schedule there, but like I'm back. Why? I I I have to eat a chicken in like three hours. So yeah, <laughs> doing mad cardio, bro. I'm going I'm full meathead. Right yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> easy. All of a sudden. I show up to the studio. There's like a Rogan fucking podcast playing. You're, you're doing like stuff. Everything is shit. Seriously. So, so now we have learned some stuff something about Bailey. Bailey would like to do a 60 day eating binge of Taco Bell Bro. Uh, for something. So we just need to give it. Yeah, just think of your Mr. Beast idea, bro. Pay my rent and I'll do your challenges. Just pay my rent, Raza, and I'll do one of your dumb challenges. You want me to sleep publicly in a room for a month? Pay my rent. What the fuck? It's like an Asian <laughs> game show where it's like, uh, a Japanese game show where it's like, oh, you'll win like a million something at the end of a year if you just stay in this yeah. house alone. We're not gonna. That, that's some human rights violations right there. We're not gonna. So Raza in this basement, we're gonna do a week long stream. That's what we're gonna do. In a hot tub. And I in the basement, a hot tub stream for a week oh, in the basement. Smell like shit. It's so grimy. <laughs> <laughs> Me again, second ad. I wanted to promote our YouTube channel because we're starting to put out more edited content that I think you guys will enjoy. Different breakdowns. You're going to see it's Bailey makes a video, Raza makes a video. So there'll be two styles. And just like all of our other content, it's something that you can keep up with and watch over time as we find like our form as well as start to get to the topics that we really want to. Either way, see you soon. Before Raza got distracted by plumbers installing doors, I have a submitted <laughs> news section from Panda. Kanye, as we're following up on, I don't think I have to rehash any of the stuff he went through. It's all over mainstream news even now. If you remember, one of the first stunts he did to start this chaos chain was he wore a quote-unquote white lives matter. Well, oh my god, my, my impediment came in there. White lives matters t-shirts <laughs> and he was intending on selling them with candace owens but they hit a roadblock on their hate profiteering publicity stunt because uh we also know who is really buying all those t-shirts um these awesome humans named uh i i'm i'm hoping it's ramsey's that's what i'm i'm aiming for that's the only one i'm worried about but it's ramsey's jaw and quentin ward Hosts of the National Racial Justice Radio Show, Civic Cipher, in Phoenix, trademarked the phrase for use on clothing last month. Oh, So, okay. Kanye isn't legally allowed to t sell those t-shirts under copyright law internationally. So, if he does, then they get to sue him and make money. And Candace Owens. So, double whammy. Double whammy. Whammy. Um, and actually, it's a little bit more inspiring because it was actually one of their listeners who had this idea beforehand and had already like taken the URL as well as the copyright for this. 
and then oh, transitioned okay. it to them knowing that they could get the PR and blah, blah, blah. And because they're about civic action, so it's not fully about just the clout. However, what I was thinking about is it kind of says something about Kanye because it's funny how one of the greatest designers of our generation didn't consider to check copyright laws. Wait, you think Kanye is one of the greatest gener designers of, of our generation? Bruh, ask, ask the Gen Z what they think and they'll agree with you. With me? What? Uh, with, 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 I don't think it's my opinion. That's the issue. I don't want to say it's my opinion. So I misspoke. I misspoke. But he asked the Gen Z, and I guarantee you they're going to say some Yeezys are the flyest shit they've ever seen. I can make those Yeezys for them for free. Just pay me 20 bucks. I, I can put some holes in, in shoes. I can make some foam posits, bro. Yeah, I don't... He's... He, he's yeah, okay. Sorry. You don't sorry. want some Yeezy slides? I want some Yeezy slides. Buddy, I want something that will last a day. That's okay. <laughs> I'm fucking around. My, I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm just aiming for that. I need new, new shoes. I have Vans, so I, I may go with some Yeezys 2.0. That Nike is still selling under their own brand. <laughs> oh God. Nike, so yeah. I'm so, I'm so over discussing Kanye shit. So I want to steer away from that. The only follow up I have here is more of like a creative question. I'm going to say, what are we talking about yeah. right now? Because, bruh, everyone's been talking about Kanye. Uh, we're very obvious about our political swaying, so we're just going to go back and forth about how it's not fun that he's doing what he's doing. So it's good that someone stopped him from selling those T-shirts at least. So what I wanted to say is, like, how many Robin Hood-ass people probably exist, like, doing doing the good old Lord's work and catching these URLs and copywriting stuff. Like someone, some weird white hat hacker is probably sitting there like, you know what, I should probably uh, uh, steal the URL for uh, www.boogalooboys.com before someone else buys it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's uh, not that many. You don't think so? You don't think it exists? No. Because if they did it, a lot of bigger things would be happening. Like maybe they could have hacked elon's fucking bank account it's not hacking that's not how that shit works i just mean it's someone right. someone proactively usually these people aren't rich people it's not some consortium it's not the matrix it's just some guy sitting in his basement Sorry. who buys and sells urls well we get mr robot level type of uh um, um resistance other than that fuck this i only deal in conspiracy theories that q would participate in no, but uh, fucking yeah, it's kind of inter interesting how there's like communities out there. I remember back in the day, anonymous was like a thing. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. It's but just it's, like fucking dumb. It's always been dumb. It never was fucking. It it had some weird <sighs> backings at, at at the start, and I was like, they oh, all do. They all do. They all do. Yeah. So I I saw that bullshit from a mile away. I was like, okay, yeah, this is too good to be true. There's n there's no way this anon group can like do the the, the Wall Street setting. Wall Street. Well, because I think the difference is yeah, because you're sitting there expecting them to pull some Fight Club shit. They're not. It's not gonna happen. But I guess at the same you time, you're videos. not. Their aesthetic is their Fight Club thing. <laughs> you you expect them to follow up with it. 
but bro, then we can get in an endless spiral of PR arguments. Like I could spin you in this circle mm -hmm. for days. Cause isn't that the what PR the government's argument? doing to us? Isn't that what the government's oh, telling mean. us? So they're name, mm. naming them as cyber terrorists. So if they're going to say the extreme value, like the, the limits of what they can do, how is that not fair? So I'm, this is becoming the conspiracy theory hour. Um, I, I, I'm thinking you can say that and I'll be like fucking original. That's everybody. Oh, dude. big brother is watching you. But you got no <laughs> argument. Where's your points? You got no points. Um, my point is that there are two sides of the same coin. That's my point. It just, they're, they're both like, so why are you asking me to believe your side? I didn't make a side. What? What? <laughs> I'm just so. Uh, I'm just trying to say, bro. If they're trying to control what we say, then I should be able to trust an anonymous because I believe that the the system should be overthrown by people who are don't have to be identified because that's all the globalists want is they want a globalist society that has us all identified and they can all track us so i support that anonymous comes up and gives the big values because that's what i want one day do you is that something <laughs> what you want <laughs> that's a weird omission um hey i'm i'm just a bernie bro i just uh I, I, I just need there to be... Uh, I just do I, whatever I this old man says. I just want poor people to have health care. Uh, I, I want our parents to retire happy and wealthy. I want benefits for everybody. This, this, this Anon bullshit and this big gov bullshit... Fucking this slowing down the process to what we need to do. Fucking I want to clip yeah. that and put that on TikTok, but I'm going to get banned by right wingers likely if I do that. Why? Just oh. a video mocking them. <laughs> it's all the same fucking shit. It's just like, it's just different. It is. Biases. It's just, just, like, just oh. different propaganda angles. Yeah. You know, it's just like freedom, but you know, for a select group, well, you know, we can't do much because you don't pay us enough. And the government's just like, we want to protect the values. So Encore entendre. So I figured since we were bullshitting a bit, we got about like 15 more minutes here. Raza, Raza, do you have any more cringe, fine wine, fine milk bands you wanted to touch base on how stanky they are? Um, we, we could put in there, you know. So I have an all rock one I want to toss to you. I've, yes, Blink182 on top. If you watch the latest Colt Bennett video, whack. I'm not with it. Not or with it. Or just watch their latest music video. You're like, guys, take care yeah. of your children. <laughs> they need you. <laughs> just Christ. So what I, I was thinking about this, and one of my favorite bands as a kid, it was, it's a metal band, and I was wondering if like that genre is cringe now, and I had to ask an expert who still listens to that music. He's like, I used to listen to Protest the Hero. Is that is I'm that cringe now? Is that I mean, type of music cringe now? I don't think it was cringe to to begin with. It was never really cringe. Because it it's very cringe. like diddly diddly. Yeah, mouthcore didn't get huge if if you didn't if you haven't no no noticed it. Just there weren't many big mouthcore bands. So like if you listen to them, it's like the fear before the march. All that stuff mm -hmm. was super mouthcore didn't get i think if you listen to 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 them it was an acquired taste 
like for me is dance cabin dance which are kind yeah. of not as technical as them but they're like acquired taste and I, I i don't think they were cringe to begin with um but so is it it's more whiny it's more fine it, it's wine? more like yeah you would get yeah it's more like it's more like a beer that, that you have uh, so you want to you want to get music industry nerdy, right? So I kind of get why, like you say, mathcore, it doesn't work. I see because a lot of artists are going to end up, if I'm a bassist, I'm putting in like five times the effort to play in one of these fucking bands than if I were to go to like just a punk band and it's going to bop, 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 yeah, bop, 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 bop. Yeah, instead I'm here just going, like, like so i had a friend uh growing up and they were in a math core they were like one of our few math core bands when fucking abandoned all ships and pro uh yeah. the horizon were, were huge and it was just like see them play and they're like doing weird time signatures i think if like math core is more like you're an artist you appreciate art you appreciate the music more um, a little bit. Mm -hmm. See now, I'll people are gonna be like, "Well, you can say it about Childish Gambino." I'm just like, "Well, you can suck my dick." <laughs> you can suck see, my dick. <laughs> this is where it goes in circles. <laughs> no, uh, well, it's weird. It's well, weird. I I get it. I get because it. Because if you live, because Childish Gambino is something like an artist you would listen to if you don't listen to rap, right? Protest mm -hmm. a Hero is an artist you would listen to, still because you don't protest a hero isn't a good like mainstream band you have to already be in the scene or understand um like 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 all, all, all like that genre of music to understand oh. uh their genre of music because they're a subgenre. challenge gambino is actually not a subgenre. he's a, a very specific he's he's yeah um, like he's, i got like one i got that you're also you'll relate to is like when i was like 13 12 I used to listen to a lot of like uh lost a lot of Megadeth. Oh. And then now I'm like, oh, I used to listen to a lot of Megadeth. <laughs> I mean, I used to listen to them and ACDC unironic like ironically, I I should should say they were cool. Like Machine Head and, and all that. I know. I still stand I still stand on the boundary of Metallica, you know, Metallica's still a fine line of like not wash got, but little cringe but you know i got in trouble for saying metallica is like school shooter music so bezos won't like that but i'm gonna if you are watching the video podcast i'm yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like because I, I made a post about that they're like first of all raza it's slayer i'm just like wow Looking, okay, Slayer 2, I guess. You're just not adding any <laughs> argument there to me. Slayer That's, sucks. But, like, yeah. The metal one that I think aged well as a, like, a genre-defining, not cheesy sellout, if you want to go there, is Pantera. I would say Pantera deserves the fucking... I never really got into them, so I can't really oh, make fun of it. It was like the good middle ground. It was like punk. It was my intro. Pantera kind of got metal. me from punk to metal. It was yeah, a good was middle funny. ground. I remember like growing up and I thought it was cringe then and I think it's cringe now of all these like bands being like fuck like religion bad. It was like 2007 where like the edgy thing at that time was like uh, like Slayer did it so many times. Uh, a bunch of my friends used to listen to like anti like songs that were like anti-religious. I was mm -hmm. 
going out of that phase, I looked back and was just like, wow, we or those guys were just the the music wasn't even that good. They were just doing it for the sake of it being anti-religious. That's the punk rock. As I say, that's the punk rock. That's the cheesy. I used to listen to a lot of punk. It's like, oh yeah, this is cool, and it's like da 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 da. I don't like the government. It's like oh yeah, and then oh. like and then people would chirp me, but like oh, why is that? your music sounds not as heavy as ours? It's like yeah, because I'm listening to it because I need it to. Say, I don't care about this message. This anti-religious message behind it. That's the last thing I go to. Which is weird because that time, all the bands I dug on an accident, I would Google them and they would end up to be a Christian band. I would fucking Google and just on accident. 10 times out of 10, I'd be like, oh. How much do you... I, at one point, I'd be like, I would bet with myself. How much do you want to bet this new band I found has some <laughs> sort of religious... Or like, oh, they're Christian. That time, so many Christian screamo bands were around. Rise, right? Yeah, yeah, avoid them. Yeah, it was yeah. weird as fuck. It was weird because it was like the. And then, and then when I got into, into college, things started to change, and then my music, those bands started to be like, we're not religious anymore. It's like you never really were to begin with. You're just fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are always annoying. That was like it would happen in that pop punk as well. It's like all of a sudden some of them would turn like super religious because they're doing so many nefarious things on tour. Um, yeah, my last... dude. Yeah, I got I got one last fine wine. I got one for like a year. I thought they were. Yeah, they were. They were. They were very Jesusy. They went through a weird middle ground because that's a fucking weird one, right? Because they went. Paramore's a good mention because they went from yeah. being like popping to, to cringe <laughs> to cringe to cringe and then they yeah. got back into the the respected weird film film what did I say field 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 uh, yeah they're older fa- fans me I don't know if they're gonna latch on I mean I guess because well are, yeah misery business and um which apparently they they just started playing again because the song was was problematic and now they're playing it again i'm just like good it's a great it's a banger it's one of the few songs i learned on there like on drums yeah. that album was no. good right good one of the ones i was debating from punk rock world that i have is a special mention that i think was like genre defining but i'm so on the fence of like how it sounds now because it's just like weird shitty punk but also like genre defining was no effects like nofx for listeners who oh, don't know what right <laughs> old head over here yeah because it's very cool. old heady it's cheesy <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like super like stereotype punk rock but it's like the quintessential like they were doing a minute and a half long songs they're strumming the same chord and they're not lying yeah. about it when i was in when i first got into that music no effects for the old heads at the time I know and, and I was that was how I pulled my hipster shit bro that's as a mature adult cuz I was like 16 listening to no effects and barely anyone knew what it was Yeah dude oh god I remember seeing them on tour and I was like who's dad to these yeah. <laughs> Like they're like these like mid 30s balding guys like oh but they I guess they're like still going I I haven't heard anything big from I was very much in like the punk rock era I was in a very much like heated live in the moment do your shit be you be independent 
And that's, yeah. so that's how I got sucked in. And because No Effects was like anti government, but not like all the songs were. So it was a good balance. Maybe go from goofy. Punk. Uh, party punk rock at some point because a lot of songs were like have a good time and shit after a while and then yeah and then, see a double yeah. at the triple rock blah 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 when, blah 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 blah, blah. Side, fucking deathcore of all that shit it was yeah. like that stuff i just stopped at i was like just it was all what the, it was just like yeah ready for this the most problematic no effects song if you want to google it it's called She's Nubs. What the fuck? <laughs> is, is this person like limbless? <laughs> yes, yes. It's about oh him trying God. to date a limbless person. To be fair, Event Sevenfold had a fucking 20 minute long song about uh, uh, oh, God. killing his girlfriend and putting a car radiator i think in her gooch or around her gooch so it keeps it oh no how to have having sex yeah i didn't get into a vision sevenfold at all for to to be honest with you i never really i was just like this is i weird. did at first you guys i had the weird you know, cringe like everybody i asked him what was so good about them like oh check out the shredding looks like okay and that's all that they could give to me the shredding it was like so everything sounds shit everything is trash that's so where, I, as I said, as a punk rock guy, I'd rather just listen to a good minute long, half, minute and a half long song than listen to a minute of N Sevenfold to just get one good guitar riff. Or I'd rather listen yeah. to Protest the Hero where it's all just complex guitar riffs than like yeah. put up with a chorus Red, I hate. August Burns Red did that for me, and they were Christian too. Dude, fucking lo and behold. Okay, uh, I'm going to drop another name. Like, you. You ready for another washed up name before we move on to the tweet of the week? Sure. Oh, I've got a tweet of the week. At shit, shit, shit. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. If you're ready, we got Enter Shikari. You remember that? You remember that weird Oh, they genre? were good. They were good. I think they still are, though. That's the thing. They're still touring. I know a bunch of people went to their show this year. Yeah. That was one um, I was debating about. That was a middle ground. I was like, I could kind of do that. I could kind of do that. And and Shikari was like protest a hero, but from from. from but it had the EDM. Time. They were the first ones to start putting in the synths and the EDM. EDM well, synthwave was already around in like the scene core band. Yeah, bro. But not like, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh like, no! Yeah, it was some niche shit. I was listening to those bands first. I was a horse the band. Horse the band. Horse the band. I've seen them live. They were pretty good. Live. What? You saw yeah, Horse the band cool. live? How have we never talked about this? That was something I would have gotten so excited about. You, you, you if you ever see they play a live show again, can we please go see Horse the Band? I don't even know anything anymore, and I would still love to go. Do you know The Chariot, then? Yeah, 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 bro, yeah. I think I saw them. Them What The Chariot. It was like a weird time in my music genre days where it was like, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not into scene music anymore. I like this. Uh, yes. Force the band. Or like... I got another one. I got another one. You ready for same genre? It was called I Set My Friends on Fire. Oh my God, Bailey. I've same genre. Same genre. <laughs> of course you did. I knew it. I walked to her. I walked to her, though. That's like a different and thing. And it's just like it's two like... dudes on stage, one guy yeah. on the keyboard, one guy ripping it. Yeah. Do you know the Mars Volta? 
Yeah, yeah, but they're real artists. Those are real artists, though. That's not as... That's like a whole coordinated band with a big-ass live production set. Wait, uh, are they? I didn't realize they Yeah, had... bro. Oh, like a live production set? I thought it was like... Because the dude uh... uses modified mics, so he's got like three different <laughs> mics, and then they have like a bassist who plays like a fucking... They have... Someone plays a double-headed guitar in their band. I don't know which one. Oh. Do you know Coheed and and and, Cam and Cambria? Yeah, oh yeah, that but that's everyone does. That's don't so that there's the two uni bros. You got the classic university bros. Was either like, hey man, you ever listen to Tool? Or was like, hey man, do you know the <laughs> the themes behind the Coheed and Cambria albums? Yeah, every Coheed and Cambria guy <laughs> I would fucking walk into, he would he would give me a comic by the lead lead singer. I was like, I don't even like the the music. What the fuck are you give, giving? me this shit but how i discovered about them was when i first got my psp it came with a umd me media disc it had neo amarion or 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 orion and then coed and cambria and that's how I, I discovered them because of the psp so shout out to the pretty small penis uh for giving me a, a good music band I had heard it on the radio before, and then it was Rock Band, and then it was Rock Band. Or Guitar Hero? Which one was it? It was one of those. It was Guitar Hero or Rock Band. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was just like, I didn't, I got into like super, like I went from Memphis May Flyer to like, you know, protest type bands. Like in the course of like two years, and then I went to college. And then I was just like, pop. Radio pop sounds like good now, <laughs> Bruh, I went I went through such a music journey that I've, I've like talked about before, but just like super quick. It was just like because I came from the country, I had no idea what music was. People only played Shania Twain. I thought <laughs> what was on the radio. I thought that was music, and then I came to Scarborough, and then I just slowly was like introducing to new things and I, my mind was blown every time so it was like okay then i found punk rock i was like oh yeah i love this shit and then yeah. someone showed me metal and then i was like oh i love me and then i transitioned <laughs> to the next it was just all a series of finding do out about know, this shit do you know what band or artist got you into the pop punk thing because i can remember my band gob i was playing nhl 2004 and it was like Oh my life! It's like still stuck I in. Like, See, it's they're in a stadium. Uh, give up the grudge. You know. Yes, that, that, that was song? the one that was afterwards. I do remember that shit. That was like it was heavy on much music when that one was a thing. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Twelve years ago, Jesus Christ. Mine was Yellow Card. <laughs> oh. Ocean yeah. Avenue. Like one of the only bands to have a violinist. I did, and then I went super cringe after that, right? I found like Gob through NHL because I used to play NHL with Taval. And yeah. then I was like, let's look this up on LimeWire. And that's how I got oh, into that. LimeWire. Uh, sorry. We OGs had naps. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked it up on LimeWire, and then I found out about Simple Plan. And then I bought a Simple Plan album. I, I used to chirp my friend for getting into them. I was like, you were so. I was very racy back then. I called them very colorful words, like, oh, you're into Simple Plan? You're. 
as I said, the, the extreme, the angst accelerated because of all the shit in my life. So I was going through that angsty teenager phase of like grade five and six. So simple plan was like perfect for Bailey to be like, my life sucks. I'm just a kid oh, and life isn't perfect. Yeah, yeah that like, was like the perfect I'm, time for it. And then here I was jamming up to the, the Scooby, Scooby Dooby Doo song <laughs> growing up. Before that, I just where are you? Something, 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 punk rock. Because <laughs> outside of Shania Twain and the radio, what I knew about is the two things I was listening to a lot as a kid. Is I listened to a lot of Queen and I listened to a lot of Super Tramp. Very random music choices. <laughs> Very random. <laughs> I mean, I remember like in college or like college, like elementary school, like grade eight. Was I got an iPod? Raza's dad said, "Here's your credit card." Raza downloaded iTunes, and he discovered the Lay's. Uh, there was a Lay's ad that had a catchy song, and I really liked it. I spent months looking for it, and I found it on iTunes. I got it for ninety nine cents. Remember when we had to pay for her song? That was a fucking trip. <laughs> I remember one credit card bill came back. My dad was like, why do I have $30 on just iTunes this past month? I bought so much. I still have episodes of Rob and Big on my iTunes account, uh, as in Rob Deerdeck and Big Black from the MTV show. A couple of... uh, I have apparently all the Transformers, like all the main... The the, the three Transformers movies. (laughs) The Nicholas uh, uh, National Treasure, and I think two episodes of South Park. Explains a lot about you. Explains a lot about you. Yeah. But it's so, like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking iTunes fucked me. It fucked me. Give <laughs> up, apparently. <laughs> tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. We're putting it on screen. Rosa pulled this up for me. It's dropped up. So. He said, people who work in kitchens act like they got drafted into Vietnam. Now, the one thing I would say from working in the kitchen, some of the people in there had been drafted to Vietnam. <laughs> Look at PTSD all over. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked funny. with some like- old motherfuckers. I've seen the whole spread of people in the kitchen. So it's just like a funny, it's a good, I see what you're saying. It's a battlefield in there sometimes, but I see what you're saying. I like that one. Watch the bear. Watch the bear, Bailey. I do have to. I see, bro, you talk about hipster shit. I'll even, I'm walking around in Toronto. That's every hipster I see or hear. They're like, have you seen the bear? It's like, oh. Because every hipster in Toronto is a fucking cook, goddammit. They're all, and they're all a fucking cook. Nobody does anything out there anymore. Let's fucking make well, food. Well, sir, sir, maybe if you actually stood by your values, you would see that what that is. It's implicit of how our system makes our generation or the lower middle class work in service industry jobs so that we can serve the upper class. So although you are making fun of us for all working in kitchens and service level jobs, maybe it is indicative of how the capitalist system has fucked us. This is a lot of words for I'm poor. (laughs) Save me. Get, get good, get good. <laughs> Fucking flipping burgers. No, but seriously, if you work in the service industry, you 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 deserve, uh, you know, at least twenty dollars an hour. Real talk. Yeah, the whole restaurant. 
Give them the whole thing. Give Cooperatives. All right, guys, it's been a bit wild day. We, we did off air to be less wild, and we got more wild somehow. But either way, either way. I mean, the censorship isn't there, so it's, so it's easy. Easy pickings, kid. Easy pickings, kids. Um, I mean, Bailey's got to edit this, so that's the funny part. I know I'm going to have to go through this for a while. This is going to be a tough one. But so you can find us on Instagram, on the TikTok, on Facebook, but we don't use it, and YouTube where we just dropped a K-pop video, which you may see in one of these ads. However, I should be adding new ones. On I just added top one. of that, you added a new ad? I just added one. Sure. Yeah, there you go. Dabbing. Dabbing Raza is the new ad. Um, and if you tune in, what we're trying to do is tie this all together. You want to give us ideas to talk about? We got to submit a new section. Someone's someone gave us the Kanye news. Uh, hop on board. Hop on board. Yeah, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> Can I say something else then? You're gonna to have to edit it. So, okay, say something. <laughs> um, yeah, about the. Yeah, there you go. Dabbing. Dabbing Raza is the new ad. Um, 